Hi, I'm Minister Greg, and welcome to this special episode of our podcast. It's an interview from our series entitled For All My Brothers, where I share my conversations with men of God who are making a difference in their local church and in our community. So whether at home or at work or even on the road, I pray that this message will encourage and equip you for God's good success in your everyday life. All right, my brothers and sisters, welcome to Knowing the Way, this very special episode. Uh, I'm Minister Greg, your host, and today I want to to thank you for tuning in. Today, we have started a new series called For All My Brothers. This is where I get the chance to share my conversations with men of God who are faithful servants and making a difference in local church and in the community. And today, our very special guest, it's Mr. Anthony Bass, who will talk to us about the topic of character building. Mr. Bass is a grandfather, he's a father, and he's a husband. He's a native of North Carolina, and he is employed at Step Up Greensboro. It's a nonprofit organization whose mission is to motivate, equip, and empower individuals to be self-sufficient. Mr. Bass is the executive director of that program, working very hard. Before we start talking to Mr. Bass, I want to read our guiding scripture, which is Proverbs chapter 20. Verse 7 says, the righteous man walks in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. And I've worked with Mr. Bass. I've known him as a friend. I've known him as a worker there. And one thing I do know for sure is that he strives hard to plant integrity, character, in the men and women that he works with. Uh, So, amp. How are you doing today, man? Welcome, and thank you for your time. Hey, Brother Greg. How are you doing, man? And listen, thank you for having me on. I'm, I'm honored to be here. I do want to say before we get started, you know, you said I was a, <clears throat> excuse me, a grandfather, a father, and then you hesitated. Talking about, I think you're a husband. Now, wait a <laughs> there was no hesitation there, because I know you're a husband, boss. So I, just, I just wanted to make sure, you know, you kind of threw that in and you hesitated. Thank you so much, Greg, for having me on. Oh, all right. No problem, man. So our, our question, man, is how did you get started with Step Up Greensboro? Wow. And so uh, I came to Step Up Greensboro 2011 as a volunteer. Uh, the lady I found her, Sharon Sumner, uh, seen something in me that I hadn't seen and told me she needed me. I was in her vision. And so I, at that time in my life, I was transitioning. Right. So I, was, I wasn't looking for visions. I was just trying to get, I was getting my life together uh, right. as, a, as a black man. And I wanted to be <clears throat> I wasn't looking for volunteering in vision, but uh, I came on board with her and uh, seeing what she was doing, I really liked that Step Up Greensboro was helping individuals to get their lives together. Individuals like myself that had some trouble in the past that hadn't made all the right decisions and choices uh, and needed some help and guidance. Okay. And so with that, and this will go into my next question, what's been your motivation to help men transition back into the community? Well, what, what, I, what I know for a fact is, and from, from experience, is that as men, we, we, we tend not to want to continue pressing on when we fell short. Right. And I ran into a lot of, lot of men that uh, don't, don't 
way to get back on the track. You know, you've been on track for a while and, and things were good and you were going and you're going on down the track. Sometimes you get derailed. True. And if you don't have the tools to get back on track, then you're just off, you're off the track. And so I, I just feel like that uh, as, as a, a man of God and as an individual uh, that had an opportunity to get some help to get my life together, then it's only right that I give back. Man, that's a, and um, one thing I can attest to is that you are giving back. I've seen your work with those guys, man. And, and the one thing I've seen, too, is just how much they appreciate what you do. How much, uh, I, I, I don't know if you get to see it a lot, but I know that those guys really respect you and they appreciate what you do. They, they like the fact that somebody is really talking to them and trying to help them. And it, they say, well, you know, it may not be the way I thought it was going to be, but he is helping me. Right. And so, you know, Greg, yeah. uh, and you've talked on uh, several occasions, and, you know, of course, he's a great friend of mine. I've known him for years, but I think that when we're dealing with men, especially our young black men, um, they, they need someone that can relate to them. Right. See, relate, that's what builds a relationship, man. And so I've been able to, to relate to a lot of the things they've been through, the stories they're talking about, and then, then just being a good listener. And understanding, having understanding that if we don't listen, we'll never learn. And so we don't know what's going on with these individuals until we take time to listen to them. You, you, you're absolutely right. So, and so in your opinion, having worked with these guys, how does a man's character help him to be successful? How does a man's character help him to be successful? Well, the first thing, he begins to learn about goal setting. Mm. See, our character is who we are. And so we begin to set goals for ourselves, and they can be small goals. It helps build your character. And then uh, as we're setting goals and we're going along our journey, then we learn about conflict, how to deal with conflict. That's another character builder, man. You know, because uh, I've seen so many men come through here that the least little thing of conflict would throw them off their game. Again, I talked about the track earlier. They'll get derailed very quickly. Yeah. And so we want them to stay on track. And so I know for a fact, for me, I had to know how to deal with conflict on the job, uh, at home with the marriage, conflict right. with the kids. Not, you know, it ain't always just out in the streets and stuff. It's sometimes you have some conflict at home and you got to have the tools to deal with that. And, and you're right about that. And, and it's a good point because we tend to forget that a lot of times is conflict is everywhere. As long as you got people. You, right. can, um, you can have conflict. There's always the potential for it. Now, it may not. It's just like our marriages. It's, it's like everything go well for a month, and then it's that one day where you just button heads for whatever reason. And That's so, right. yeah, and you got to know how to handle that. So what are some of the resources that you have used to help the male participants with the life skills and character building? So, so we have a... Uh, actually a, a piece here that we have called character development and personal growth for men and it's men only and so within that particular program that we have here uh they're mentors uh and, and those mentors are other men in the community it, it, you know people talk about it takes a, a village raiser it takes a community to get this done that's right so so we reached out to men in the community uh to be there for them to help them build their character and talk to them about self-esteem uh, to, to talk to them about uh, dealing with uh, situations that come abroad and, and having the tools to keep their jobs. See, people are finding work great, they're not keeping it because they don't have any tools, man. Right. We, see, our characters who represents us. So 
we have other resources. We can refer them to different type of agencies. Uh, Monarch is another place, you know, you might have to get an assessment. I, I want to say, man, that we've, we've all, on our journey, had some trauma in life. That's right. And some trauma is a little worse than others. And so sometimes we need to go back and get some help, man. Uh, our character development is, is, is surrounded around ministry because okay. we are a faith-based organization. Right. right. So it's, it's kind of surrounded around ministry, man. And so, yeah, they, they get to hear a little scripture and they get to hear that, but there's some other things going on that I'm not processing scripture right now because I need some other help. And we want to right. be able to resource them out so that when we get them back, when they decide, they, they have to make the decision that they want to move forward, then they'll be able to receive the, the information things we have for them. And that's one thing in uh, volunteering with you guys. That's one thing that I did learn. I learned a powerful lesson from you about, and it helps me in ministry, about making sure that, that there are times when to, there are times to inject scripture. If that, if, if, and it's like you told me, is that Step Up is not a church because you can take them to a church. So if they decide they want to go, but Step Up will, it has a church element because like you said, you face faith. I mean, faith-based, <laughs> but if if there's a time for that, but then with with people that are so raw and and so discouraged by the world at times, you gotta be real with them. And like you said, right now they're not processing scripture. It takes time for that. That's right. And and then they also look at how you live. Yeah. One of the biggest pieces is say we look at the messenger. Yeah. And so. I can hear you saying things, and I can see you. You're teaching me things, but I don't see you living none of it. So it means it just applies to me, but not to you. Right. right. Well, in other words, I've heard that before. Okay. Here's another man telling me something, and, and he ain't doing it. Here's, here's another man that had an opportunity, as I stood back and watched him in the grocery store and witnessed him explode over a situation by the cashier or something or lose his cool. Right. But he comes in another way. Then when he's in the classroom, he's telling me something different. But he ain't living it. Yeah. You know, it, it kind of goes when we get talking about the Bible, and Jesus talks about us being disciples of his and, and discipling, but we ain't doing it. We out here doing everything else worldly. Yeah. And so, expecting people to follow after us or do what we say or do what we say right. Jesus said, but we're not willing to partake of it ourselves. And so yeah. I think I think that when we begin the, the process, Greg, of um making a decision that we want to help someone, I think first we got to make sure we don't need no help. Well, yeah, you're true. That's true because uh, hurting people hurt people. But yeah. I, I believe that healed people can heal people. And, yeah. and, that's, and that's where I see you working. Uh, you just shared a little bit on here about some of your, your, the struggles and issues that because you understand. And so when they know that about you, they're more willing to receive what you have to say because you're not just some guy off the street who had a perfect life and talking about and faking the punk, talking about how hard it was just because he couldn't find a parking space close to the store. Yeah. I mean, he, he some you talking about somebody dealing with some real struggles and and then they look at you and say, man, if he can do it, I can right. do it if I well, find it. Right. And so a lot of these guys come in, Greg, and they say, oh, well, you know, Miss Anthony, yeah. Man, I just want to be like you, man. You know, you 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 got to do it. I said, okay, all right. You want to be like me? I yeah. said, well, then, first thing you got to do is have a substance abuse problem for thirty eight years. <laughs> got, got, 
if you don't substance abuse and alcohol, right? But have five heart attacks. You gotta be made some of the worst choice. You gotta be homeless. So what I what I, what you see here is only a product of what God has done. Right. When I make a decision to change my life, this ain't nothing that I, a result of Anthony. And so then they're like, you know what? I said, yeah, I got a criminal background. I'm a habitual felon. They said, what? <laughs> But the reality of it is, uh, again, so now they're so now they're curious. They say, "Okay, well, I can relate to what Anthony is saying." Yeah. So, yeah. So let me let me ask him a little more. So how did you get like that? Anthony? Instead of saying, "I want to be like you," what did you do to get your life turned around? Right. Yeah. See now, now they're ready. I'm saying, okay. First thing is, I had to take suggestions. And then I decided to make a choice to have a relationship with God. They look mm-hmm. like, well, God ain't, God ain't did me justice. And God said, oh, I ain't talking about back then. How did you get to where you are today? Did you do it? See, so we got to give them some reality. Hey, <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you make it to, to step up on your own? I mean, how'd you get it? How did, you're telling me that you've been through this, that, and others. Now, how'd you get through Because I ain't heard nothing you said you done <laughs> to provide for you. Right. So, so it has to be something else. And I told him for me. I, I choose to say it was God. That's my choice. Right. And I want you to choose that. So then, Greg, we get to open up the, the doors of relationships. So they say, okay, let me sit down and maybe listen to one. And so now we're going to pull away from there. And then we're going to start talking about teaching them, giving them tools they need. So I, I want to give you I want to give you a tool that's called effective communications. I'm going to teach you how to be a good communicator. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's just. And, and so, because now we've got them interested in us because they can relate and say, okay, this and the habitual fellow, my background ain't that bad. He got him a, he got him a good job. You know? He got him a good wife. He got right. some good things in his life. So, hey, I might want to listen to this guy. Let me hear some more from him. Yeah. yeah. Can... So, so as the thing goes on, Greg, and I'm, just, I'm just grateful, man, that uh, as others talk, as others talk, they're saying, okay, yeah, this guy here, this guy here might might know something. This guy may be all right. And now these individuals here, man, God has just blessed me to. We've had over fifteen hundred people come through here. Wow! I, I can look at the pictures on the wall, and I can yeah, tell you, yeah, that's that's impressive. Class, yeah, and out of every class, I know someone, and I know some success stories of these pictures on the wall. But God prepared me to be that man that they would encounter. That He's brought me through some things. And they can relate to. And he had to take you through those things, preparing you for what you're going to do. And you said something very important, man, and that's listening. I heard, I've learned that over the years. It's uh, that saying that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And when that's you stop and listen to somebody and just let them, sometimes you got to yeah. let them vent. And, right. but, but the thing, too, is I learned is that you can't take that home with you. That's, that's, okay. Let them vent, but don't take it home with you. Because then you start weighing yourself down. Well, listen, you you forget about your mission that you want. True. Listen, a, a good listener knows how to listen and let go. Yeah. A good listener knows how to listen and let go. That don't. I didn't say forget. I said I need to listen. Then I know how to let it go. Mm-hmm. So uh, those are some of the things that I've been able to do here, step up Greensboro, and grateful to uh, met some men in my life, man, that that's made a, a, a positive impact on me. That's a truly in positive impact.
Well, I know the times that I have come, I've met somebody that, uh, that just always encourages me. Um, one of the participants is just the guys there. And, and I, we have, you have guys and ladies, but I, I wanted to draw specific attention to the men because I feel like there's a need for them to be built up. I feel like this is God's way of saying, use, use your gift, use your tool to help build up some brothers. And, and I'm, you know, again, thank you for adding your uh, expertise to this to this interview because I want to take it and, and put it out there so guys that feel like it, it, they, they don't have any hope can hear it and hear your story and hear what you do or guys that think they, they got it going on you don't necessarily have to be in a bad place to gain something from this it, it, right. because you can always learn that's right um, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was going to ask you um, have you ever met a brother who thought it was too late for him to get the help that he needs, and if and if you did, how did you encourage him? Well, the, the first thing I asked him is, do you realize who you are, and that you have made it this far? You know, hey, I, I, I begin to say, hey man, touch yourself. Hey, are you still here today? So if you're here today, you still got a chance to get it right. Mm. So so tell me some things that's going on with you, some of your challenges that 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 has you in a mindset that you can't make it, you can't go no farther. And so now we begin to conversate. So now I'm listening to them. And then the, the more we listen, then we will know when to inject something in there. Just say, hey, well, it ain't that bad. Right. Or maybe you don't need that person, that company in your life. Right. And one of the things I like, Greg, and I keep hearing you say it, and, and I love the word, sometimes words have so much impact. I keep hearing you say participants. That's what we have here at Step Up. I keep hearing you say individuals, because that's who they are. They're not people. When you say people, you, you kind of stereotype them. Yeah. So we have to be careful. These people, every time these people is not a good word. Individuals mm -hmm. is what they are. Human beings are what they are. And mm -hmm. I, I appreciate you saying we have participants here. We don't have clients. See, so now this individual understands that, no, nah, you're not a client of mine. I ain't going to hand carry you around and I'm not going to do everything for you. You're a participant. This is a relationship we build. Right. It's a partnership. So now these individuals are saying, hey, yeah, I have some input in here. See, I do have some say-so. Yeah. And then if I make a mistake, they're still here to help me. they right. still here to hold me. That's what we, we got to do for our, our brothers, man. We got to be good support systems. Man. You're right. Good support system. And, you know, I actually got that from you. I heard you call them participants. I heard you call them individuals, and I said if that's the if that's the trend, the way they're going with this, there's I, I, I've learned there's a reason behind people doing some of the things, and I may not always understand it, but th there's a reason behind the way people do things. And when I heard you call them participants, I tried to follow suit because I wanted to know that one thing is we're working in conjunction, we're working together, and that's how I see you, and it, and it helped me understand that they're not just like you said, they're not just people. And then we're not lumping them in a group like the homeless or right. the addicts or that sort of thing. But That's they're right. individuals. And, and when you say participant, that means you got to bring something to the table. Participate. That means you got to get in there. You, we, like you said, we ain't dragging you. You got to jump in there and do your part. And, and so, great. now not only are we taking these individuals, these men, and starting to help shape and mold them, we have to shape out and mold our community because now yeah. more people, women here are say individuals, women here are say participants. People that call people people don't hear us use that word around here. 
Right. We don't use the word people here. We say individuals and participants. Oh, and, I, and I'm glad we own this piece here, man. So today, our staff was interviewing an intern from Antique. Okay. And she wanted to, uh, you know, she wants to come on part and do an internship here. So, you know, she's trying to convince the staff. But what I heard her say made me sit back in my chair, and I knew then we could help this young lady go. She said, when you're dealing with individuals, and my staff has said people. She said, well, individuals. Oh, man. <laughs> she said that. <laughs> I said, I started to take her off, off the screen and put her on the desk and take my staff and put them on the screen. <laughs> But it was, it was it was so powerful to hear her say that. Right. That the word ignited me to say, "Hey, listen, I'll take time out to work with her, to let her work with these participants we're going to have come in here because she understands who they are, and they're yeah. not just people on the street down there. Look, they're not people who turn who derailed. They're individuals that need another chance. They're individuals that need some support." So they can be productive in the community just as yourself and me. And I, I know you, know some of your journey. You know me and you know my journey. Yeah. We ain't only productive citizens in our community. I, absolutely not. That's right. So, so something had to happen to us and someone had to take a chance on us. That's right. Be we are today that sit and have this conversation. And that's why I always tell people is somebody, um, um, I, I did one of my podcast episodes on the church in black and white. And I talked about how, um, somebody, all white people aren't bad, and somebody had to take a chance on me. Somebody had to say, we'll give them a shot. And it was up to me to make the best out of it. But there was somebody that had it in their heart to take a chance on me. And we got to get to a place where somebody can see not the finished product, but they can see the work in progress. And if they see that, they'll be willing to say, hey, here's your chance. Make the most of it. Yeah, and so, you know, I've come from a background of food services. Uh, I did seven years in the Army. I was a mechanic, so I, I did that kind of work, man. And I'm like, ah, I had these great jobs. Mm-hmm. But this thing I do today here at Step Up Greensboro and, and in our community, man, has been an advocate for those individuals less fortunate than us to help them. I was God molded me to do this. He, he shaped me to be this this guy. He, he had already had these these talents and gifts in me. That's right. I, I just didn't know it. And so that's what I want to share with men today. There's some talents and gifts you have in you. Don't worry about because you can't be a plumber no more because you got a background. God put something else in you that, that will honor him and serve others like never before. Like never before. Yeah, amen. Hey, amen. I got the offering tray coming your way, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, got one more thing for you, and I'm gonna let you go. Um, can you share a testimony? Uh, and you say you had a plenty. Share a couple of testimonies, or maybe just one of a successful character building. One of the guys that came out with success. Yes. Okay. And so, like I said, I have several of them on my mind. I have. I'm gonna share one, maybe two, right fast. So we had this gentleman that came through. Uh, he was actually the enforcer for uh, the. The Latin Kings, out of New York, they came. Some of the ingredients were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so look, he's staring at me in the class that day. I'm looking like, well, I need a button, so I might get the police here. But this guy's like, he's looking through me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> he came to us from the halfway federal prison house. Uh, and again, all he knew was gang bang. He was the enforcer. So all, he, all he talked about was 
taking your home, killing you, whatever it took to have what he wanted. Wow. Yeah. And so after swallowing all that, and got to swallow that stuff, so oh, wow. But I knew it was a reason on his journey for the season that he came to step up. Yeah. And, and it was for me to be able to interact with him. So he, he took he took a little liking to me after, you know, it took two or three days of the class. Anyway, he went on to uh, finish the class, came to our men's character development, still had stumbling in some areas because, you know, this guy's not ever accustomed to working. This guy don't know yeah. about no bills or nothing. He'll just come and take your house or mine and make it his. That's what they were accustomed to doing. They didn't care. Wow. This guy cared enough and decided to change his life. Actually came to church with me and really started saying, oh, my goodness, yeah. Yeah, Anthony, something going good going on. It started liking our past and all this stuff here. Yeah. Started bringing himself to church, and the guy started getting in jobs. Started getting employed. Never worked in his life. Today, he's in his GED class. Mm. Getting his GED, man. Again, Latin King, and he has all these markings on him. He was so upset with what he'd done, man. He went to his PO officer. And the PO agreed to pay to get some of the markings off of them. These wow. teardrops and all these things here, they can be removed, man. This guy today, Greg, has his own transportation. There you go. Own place, lives in High Point, North Carolina, working two jobs, enjoying life, man. And he continues to come back here to step up, to want to give back. And it, every time he's off, he comes and say, hey, I just want to volunteer. Wow. If we, need, if we need him to talk to a class or some men, he'll do it. And so what has happened is, God has allowed us to take him, with him turn his life around, and utilize him to speak to some troubled teens and other people that's a little harder. You know, that's a hardcore people. You're talking about a game. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You're right. And they enforce him. He, he gave me, when I put his name on, I went online and looked him up. <laughs> when I looked him up, Greg, I said, I'm going to lock. I, I might want to lock my door. Because you ain't coming to by himself. Good gracious. <laughs> Yes, you do. Yeah, but it's important. This yeah, this other gentleman came in, man, and the atmosphere was right, man. He began to work with other individuals in here doing his class. And he worked the third shift job. This guy, he also living in the halfway house, federal prison. He wow. worked the third shift job. He would get off work and come to the class every day and sustain himself and stay focused the whole time he was in the class. Today, he works for Southern Fools as a forklift driver. Now, I'm talking about, oh, he said he never learned how to read or write. <laughs> wow. All he knew was selling drugs 10 years. He came here. Of course, when, when people come here, Greg, this guy even talked about never wearing a suit in his life, never had a button-up shirt in his life. And Step Up taught him how to dress. Step Up taught him how to wear things when you go out and present yourself. He told us about wearing a suit, man, and sending his mama a picture. She just cried and cried. She had never seen her son in a suit. Never seen him in a big time. And that's how he carries himself today, man. Today, 
he works at Southern Foods Forklift Driving. Then he works part-time job at the Harris Teeter at their uh, warehouse. Yeah. Got a nice car. Got him a place, man. And talks about giving back. Just all he talks about is giving. We had him come last. Our last class we had. We always have a participant come and speak to the class and share with them their experiences. Man, this guy came in and dropped that thing so deep in his grave about his journey, man, and where he was, man. I said to myself, thank you, Lord, because what you've given us, we're able to pass it on. Able we're able pass to pass it on. That's right. Pass it on, man. And, and so then he got to talk. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. He got to talk about I was his mentor. I'm looking like, I ain't know that. <laughs> but I was, his, I was his mentor. Yeah. I was a father figure he never had. Wow. Man. And so I'm saying, this ain't nothing I did, God. I said, God, you're awesome. That's this right. Man, this man would see this in me. And think enough to say, I'm his mentor. I'm like a father figure to him. When he comes to see me and talks to me, he feels like he's on top of the world. He can conquer anything. We can get that under our belts, man. Great. When men, and I want to say this to men, and I, I'll say it to all men, and especially black men, when you can get someone that wants to mark anything about them with you, man, then you're on the right track to mm. being a productive citizen in your community and making a difference in somebody else's life. And this second guy I told you about, man, that's what he said, and that's how he lived. Man, I mean, nicer car than mine. I said, what I got? I said, what? Driving <laughs> 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 Listen, listen, what he, what he could accomplish, man, was amazing. Yeah. What these guys have been able to accomplish, man, and I'm talking about one is a Latino man and one is a black man. What they've been able to accomplish mm. because they, they took a chance on an organization. They took a chance on another man and they watched this man. So I know this boy was watching me like he was watching me. That's I right. Saying, I, wasn't sure. I wasn't the old Amp Bass. I heard you say Amp was beginning. I'm glad I'm not that guy. You're not that guy. No the guy making the choices himself I'm a man that God made back then that God has developed me to be productive in his community because this community belongs to God. That's right. So, so any man that's out here, you ain't got to work that hard. All you got to do is find God and let him make you productive in his community and others will follow. And, and, you, can, and you can touch and reach so many people. Like yes. you said, you, you're a mentor whether you want to be or not because you can lead people in one way or another. So people are watching. You think I would would have believed I would have fifteen hundred people that I would encounter that know some about me and don't and all fifteen hundred ain't got nothing good to say about me, I'm sure. But some of them didn't cut, but that's okay. Because <laughs> I know I ain't perfect. So that's okay. But I was I've been able to encounter fifteen hundred people. Yeah. And I've seen some of these individuals, man make a decision to change their lives. Because I can't change it. They got to do that. I can give them the tools. And we can give them the, the suggestions to change their lives. So as men, we've got to be ready, man. There's somebody watching us. There's somebody watching us. And we got to be ready, man, to answer the call. We got to answer the, answer the bell. You know what I mean? No. Say ding, ding, ding. Round, round, what, 15 for the championship belt. The <laughs> bell, are you going to answer the bell? You've been fighting for a long time. Yeah. It's a championship round. And we in a life now is the championship round. It's time for us to have to fail. 
and you guys give them the tools to win because you yeah. can't win the fight by yourself. You got to have a good trainer. You got to have a good eye man. You got to have, you need the two. Those are the tools that a good fighter needs to win. And you guys that step up, y'all give them the tools to win. Well, look, so one of the tools is you coming by with your devotional message. Look, see what, see how things have been put together. Yeah. There's another man, take time off, you take time off your job. And I want to make sure that we understand that. Yeah. And I share that with our staff and people. You take time off your job, great boy, to come in and give a message of hope and encouragement. You don't know, don't know about know but God, how many lives you touched when you came and done those messages. And you've been doing it for three, four years, maybe more. Yeah. How many lives you touched as a step up? And were you the reason why they came back to us to ask for more help? Mm. That's what you Thank you. Thank you, man. I, I mean that. Thank you. And that's Thank what God does, man, when we let him use us. Yeah, yeah. Well, Amp, I appreciate this, man. Thank you for the interview. Very insightful. Give us a little uh, information about Step Up, man, in case somebody watching this wants to be a part of it. Sure. Listen, they can always go on our website at uh, Step Up Greensboro. All one word, stepupgreensboro.org. Uh, we also have a Facebook page. You can go on there. And then you can always contact us at 336-676-5871. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We have classes now. We're doing classes every two weeks it's because of coronavirus. We've changed our class. We've changed the format uh, to be able to adapt to what's going on because we're going to follow CDC guidelines. But we would love to hear from you. Stepupgreensboro.org. Check us out. Yeah, and one thing I can tell you for sure, they're going to take your temperature. They're going to put your name on the roll. You're going to be included. So they are taking the necessary precautions. Got to wear your mask six feet apart. They're taking the necessary precautions to make sure that they, they stay safe and you stay safe as you come in. And Mr. Anthony Bass, thank you so much for sure, this, man. I want to say make sure y'all come to see us. But listen, you might get to see Greg Boyd. <laughs> <laughs> I know a lot of y'all out there have no... Look, stand on the bridge like I had to for a while to see his motorcade pass by. But you get to catch him in person. <laughs> you ready to get this thing off? <laughs> and thanks again, man. I really appreciate it. You're your blessing, so brother. You're a blessing. Thank you for having me, man. Love you, man. And I love what you're doing, man. And keep doing it. Anyway, I can help. Please let me know. I'm going to do it. And ladies and gentlemen, this is it. This is our interview for all my brothers, Character Building with Mr. Anthony Bass. And you take care, man. Talk to you soon. All right, great. Right. Thank, thank you again for listening today. If you have a question or comment, write to us at ktwm96 at yahoo.com. That's ktwm96 at yahoo.com. And please click the subscribe button to be notified of our new podcast episodes. You can also like, comment, and share on the Knowing the Way Ministries Facebook and Instagram pages. We would love to hear from you. So my friends, until next time, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May he grant you favor and give you peace in Jesus' name. And remember this, you are love.